welcome to Remix, your source for music reports, reviews, and remarks. I'm your host, Tyler Wheatley, and joining me today is... Phil Aiken. And... Matthew Yap. Back-to-back podcast today, Matt. I know. Aren't you so excited about that? Tyler and Phil, I just it's record been the podcast. a minute. It's been a hot minute, yeah, as Matt would say. Yeah. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> Sure, mock me. It's not like my self-confidence is low. That's fine. Matt, we take all your sayings. Take it as a compliment. I'll take it. I mean, it happens. Today, we're discussing J. Cole's new album. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. J. Cole. This was interesting. Yeah, we're going to see how we get into things like this. Uh, But I'm going to start you guys off with a little bit of uh, questioning, you know, kind of get the the ball rolling, some thoughts. Okay. what are your thoughts on J. Cole and kind of what he does as an artist, like him as him as an artist, not as a person, but as an artist? I think as an artist, he tries to pull some like uh, Kendrick stuff where he always is trying to like say something like he tries really, really hard to send a message. His execution's never as good as Kendrick. Like I'm just I firmly yeah. believe that he's nowhere near that level. But I really do appreciate how hard he tries to always have a message. Yeah, no, he doesn't really impress me that much. It's yeah. it's just something about his music I just don't care for. It's not on the same level as like you said Lamar or anything like that. Yeah. He I feel like he's one of the people who like tries a little too hard mm-hmm. and it just kind of backfires on him, yeah. honestly. I've seen a lot of people say like he is the amateur version or he's the future like That's a good Moore. way to describe it. I've, <laughs> I've only ever seen somebody like be like, oh yeah, he's the next this person, the next this person. He's never just J. Cole. <laughs> That's it's like a discount. <laughs> it's because he went double platinum with no features. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like, I've liked a lot of his songs. I wouldn't say it's like every album he releases, I'm like, oh my god. Jekyll's new album is out and I have to listen Jekyll's. to it. Jekyll's. <laughs> Jekyll's new album is out. Um, But like, it seems like that is what happens with Kendrick Lamar. I want to listen to all of oh, his albums. Oh, if Kendrick Lamar is like made a shopping list, I'm invested. Like I'm exactly. always ready for Kendrick. Can you imagine if like Jekylls did the soundtrack for Black Panther be so, instead of Kendrick Lamar? So Jekylls, not J. Cole. Why are you, I'm only calling I'm him Jake, Jekyll. Why are you mocking me? I'm mocking, I mocked Matt earlier. Now it's I'm fine. Dead. Now it's your turn. I hate all of you. I'll be completely honest. That's so fair. <laughs> it's the last one of yeah, the year. We're I mean, done with let's each other. Be completely honest. That no one even cares anymore. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna move into <laughs> his, <laughs> his album that he released. Um, um, pretty good one, I'll be honest. Initial thoughts, I kind of liked it, it. It just, it didn't impress me. Like I said earlier, he's just an artist who just doesn't impress me that much. I'm actually with Philly on this one, though. Uh, again, I think he had something cool to say. I got so bored. Like, in every song, I got so bored. His intro bored me. His intro, Honestly, yes. The intro thing was really... I did not like that. I'll give you that. You're but. actually really weirdly right about that one, Philly, because the intro was this like pretentious ASMR thing. Yes, and it was bizarre. It just wasn't my scene. It no. wasn't at all. Was I didn't so like gross. the. I felt gross listening to it because it really was like whispering in your ears. I like, didn't like the intro. Is... I hate when artists do an interlude in their album. Yeah, and I don't like doing this weird outro thing. I if you're going to have spoken word in your album, or if we can, if we are reaching to call that spoken word but i'm sure he thought it was spoken world so i'll give it to him you need to be some like folk like yodeling like weird <laughs> backwoods mother you cannot have like weird asmr spoken word on your r&b album j cole yeah. i'm actually okay with an intro and an outro if it's done right 
Yeah. Like Woven War did it right on their self titled album, but like I I never like interludes. I just don't understand no, them. I don't either. It, uh, what? Who was it? The uh, Logic. Logic just had the worst uh, intro of all time. With I hated that, it. Yeah, with that Rick and his like newest album had a Rick and Morty intro. Oh yeah. And I literally yeah, like yeah. I Tyler. I was trying to listen to this album for this podcast, and I like set down my phone for like two hours. I was like, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, it's not worth I'm not it. Doing it. It's You're not like, worth it. Well, this isn't happening today. I'm gonna have to message him and let him know that yeah. we're not recording this one. To yeah. Be completely it, it's just it's not worth it. I would say like the one thing is. Even though it's a J. Cole album, I really try to focus on the lyrics because most That's of the time he doing, is a yeah. lyrically heavy artist, mm-hmm. and I couldn't. Every time I went through this album, I was just like, I like this beat. <laughs> this beat. <laughs> I like Did this you beat. like the beat? Well, even the beats weren't that good. I, yeah, I honestly. I, kinda, I was kind of digging it, but like, it just... I don't know what this album didn't captivate me. Like, normally I'm really excited to listen to it. I J. thought you said you liked it. I did like it, but that's because I listened to it and I was like, this beat was fine. And every now and then I was like, oh, that lyric was all right. But like, it wasn't something that I was just like, best J. Cole album ever. Yeah. J. Cole has always tried to, he does like really stripped back beats where like he wants you to focus on the lyrics. Uh, so like for me, the beat got boring and he did this thing through the whole album. I think the worst is ATM, but he did this thing where like <laughs> he would just repeat a line like seven times in a row because I'm sure he's like trying to emphasize like oh yeah listen to how like deep and poetic I'm being right now but I'm just like I heard you Jekyll <laughs> Jekyll <Move on." laughs> yeah no oh he God. did have a bad habit of that in this album of just really pushing one point over and over and over yeah and I was like okay it's time to move on stop it please stop doing that like there becomes a point where it's annoying it's not a chorus it's just annoying yeah, yeah. I think out of like the entire album, I think the cutoff and friends were like at least decent, but I think that's only because Kill Edward was on there. That's fair. that's like the sole reason. Which they I were think okay. it's fun that so uh, I didn't like friends as much, but I liked the cutoff because it, first off, I just thought it was like genuinely kind of good. I really liked the line. It's another one that he like repeated eight times. Mm-hmm. But I actually liked it. Uh, give me drink, give me smoke. Uh, bottom line, I can't cope. I like that line. I did enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, but I like the fact that uh, Kill Edward is J. Cole. Um, I, like, I didn't know that until I was researching for it, but Kill Edward is like J. Cole's alternate <laughs> alter ego, mm-hmm. which I respect the fact that he was like, uh, you guys don't like that I don't have features now. I feature myself. <laughs> I'm so I was so excited about that. It's kind of a mood. He's just like, haha, screw you guys. <laughs> I have Weird. myself on the album. That's what you thought. You thought it was someone else, which no. is like a big middle finger to the fans. I feel like honestly, yeah, it's like you guys want like me to explore and branch out to other people. No, nope, screw <laughs> you. The only other people I trust are myself. Like it'd be a shame if like you know Kendrick Lamar and J Cole teamed up because J yeah. Cole would just be like, Mm-mm, no features. I, do you think J Cole knows the reason he can't have features? Is this because he'll get outshined? Possibly. I think he knows that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Like, if he teams up, if he teamed up with a mediocre rapper, fine. But the lyrics. Team up with Logic. <laughs> with Cardi B. Uh, I like Cardi B, Phil. See, I don't. I nah, Cardi B is my Taylor Swift. Okay. 
Yeah. She's just okay. But anyway, this episode is not about Cardi B or Taylor Swift. Could be. But if <laughs> if we made it. <laughs> if he teamed up with the other lyrically based artists, not these mumble rap artists, because it just wouldn't work as well. No, if he teamed up with a lyrically based one like Logic or Kendrick Lamar, he would get outshined. Yeah. I just I, I don't think it's necessarily I actually I would put J. Cole in the same level as Logic. I think they are right there with one another. And maybe they could collaborate and it would be fine, but they would just be fighting each other for who is more lyrically talented, who yeah. can do this more like poetic justice, dare I say it, for an album. Poetic justice. I vomited a little, it's okay. I That's just fine. rolled my eyes. I don't care. You actually heard it roll because there's yep. nothing in his head besides that. There's going to be a sound effect in this now. Because <laughs> that, that's what we do in this section. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So, I don't know. Like, this album was just okay. I definitely didn't enjoy it uh, as much as I did as For Your Eyes Only and 2014 Forest Hills Drive. I For Your Eyes Only is just okay to me. The 24, I never know it. The Hills Drive one, <laughs> the one that, I believe that's the one that went platinum, yeah? yeah? Yeah. That one I think deserved to go platinum. That one's really fun. That album was really good. There really wasn't a song on there that I did not like. No. And for you to have an album that gets that big, you ha- constantly have this bar to reach now, whereas you know some artists that are up and coming, it's always like they can get above this bar because they're yeah. always improving because you're up and coming. These artists are well known now, and J. Cole just had, he just set that bar. He did it to himself. Yeah. So he has to come back and always release a banger now. Is it harsh to say that, like, you know, sometimes you got to release that mediocre album? That way, when your next album's like really good, people will be impressed again. But it's kind of a smart marketing move because uh, people yeah. are like, that album was just okay. So then the next one that comes out, you're like, holy crap, that blew J. that one back. progress. So, you like, Maybe that's his plan for this one. It was just okay. Like, even though I did like the album, it wasn't something that, like, blew my mind. And it's not something that, like, I will avidly listen to all the time. But I will come back to it just because I like J. Cole as an artist. So, like, in that point, like, I feel like that's kind of fair. But, like... I'd say out of J. Cole's album, this is my favorite concept. Because, like, the concept is kind of, like, all... Because it's K.O.D. is Kids on Drugs. Or it could also be King's Overdosed. I've seen both. Yeah. Uh, But... Uh, so like the concept is that like all these different types of addiction because like he raps about addiction to sex addiction to money addiction to the internet addiction to all these different things and so I like this idea of like talking about all the different ways that like the world absorbs you but execution wise he seems yeah, to no, have he's got a problem. great concept because you can be addicted to whatever you right. want you can be addicted to like cheeseburgers yeah. If that's your scene. But again, <laughs> scene. again, it's not. You know, it'd be like that. It doesn't have a good execution, like you're saying. It's just, it falls he, flat. It, it does. He has this problem, and it's been talked about time and time again about his tours. He goes on tour, and then he talks for 15 to 30 minutes in between songs, <laughs> trying to be trying to be very motivational. And I hope he pulls up, like, a TED Talk PowerPoint. like. And as you'll see over here, like, it, but... But in all seriousness, like, I understand he's trying to convey a message to his audience to teach people these things yeah. and maybe help broaden their mind, broaden their horizon, you know, things like however you want to word it. But as an artist, I kind of want to watch you perform on tour. Yeah. If you are being interviewed and you want to bring up these points, then bring up these points. Yeah, is that not the point of a tour? Exactly. <laughs> I paid for this ticket so I can listen to you perform. If you want to put in a few inspirational things here and there, that's fine, but I don't want to listen to you talk for literally 30 minutes. It's like Kanye did his, like... On the Life of Pablo tour, when he literally just stopped the concert and talked for an hour and then left the stage. Yeah, like Kanye was going through a lot of the time. But like, <laughs> he was going. That's not an excuse. <laughs> it, I don't know. Kanye literally don't, had I, a mental breakdown around that time. Still, 
He's a Trump supporter now. I'll never defend him. Yeah. But, but like, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. But J. Cole's not going through a mental breakdown. Yeah. Like, just like, I don't know. Like, the other horrible thing about it, so I don't keep, mean to keep, like, I keep seeing you trying to talk. But, You're good. Um, another thing I have noticed about his tour is because he is so popular and so many people like have liked his songs in the past, every time he goes on tour, he lets the whole crowd sing. Yeah. He doesn't rap anymore. He just holds the mic out and lets everyone rap the whole time. And it's like, okay, cool. If I wanted to watch everyone that was white rap at the same time, I just go home and turn on Eminem and watch my family do it. Like, I don't want to watch you literally uh, not perform. Yeah. It's very irritating to pay that much money to see a high dollar artist and never watch them legitimately. Perform. That's why I don't like a lot of high dollar artists is because like I, I won't go. I've been to two stadium concerts. Uh, one was Lana Del Rey. I'm sorry. Uh, it, that's fine. I was. I was. We're four, not judging. I was 14, uh, and the other one was Coldplay, which is like a little more respectable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but both of them were trash, and the audience screamed the whole time, and I couldn't hear anyone sing. So I. That's why how I feel about like most stadium tours is like artists like when they're just like interacting with the audience or just letting the audience scream over them. I'm like, why am I here? Why did I pay $100 to come stand around and listen to these white people scream? Sometimes like, it just ruins the whole experience. Yeah. Honestly. Small concerts are fun, though. They are, yeah. Like, the, as long as it has good sound quality and you can understand what right. they're saying, okay, it's Small fine. concerts are a bit of a gamble. That's fair. <laughs> they really are. Like, the Hoosier Dome here, love the experience because it's small and you're close, but, mm. like, oh, my God, the speaker quality. Egyptian Room. It's a great place. I See, that is one. I'm, mm. I am very happy with, like, a lot of the concert venues in Indianapolis. I hope you guys enjoy our Indiana concert <laughs> room. Nothing Indiana but corn specific. and small venues, and isn't it the best? Uh, but back Back on the J. Cole thing, what I was going to say about him and his like kind of like execution versus uh, concept. Do you uh, are familiar with Kevin Abstract's work? Uh, only a little bit, not too so much. So Kevin Abstract, he is a gay artist, a gay rapper, and he, he was one of the first like out gay rappers to like go like number one. Uh, and ever he dropped the song Empty, and it was like this really like cool like look at like being a black gay man in America, and it's like how it's really difficult. Uh, uh, and like the struggles that go along with like hating yourself for being gay, but also being in a gay relationship, that kind of thing. And so like when he dropped empty, I was like, oh, this is gonna be dope. I'm a homosexual. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, I like rap that music. You were able to relate to, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this is gonna be dope. And that so like cool concept. But then again, execution. When the rest of the album came out, I was like, oh, you really just talk a lot about sucking. Uh, like that's really all the album was which hey good time but like <laughs> yeah honestly that is unfortunately J. Cole just tries to portray this message and it just doesn't come it, across it flow. as well as it could I would say the one that like really took me off guard was Kevin's Heart which he's talking about <laughs> Kevin Hart and like uh, yeah. kind of I guess like good for you for bringing up that Kevin Hart is like regretful for cheating on his wife and like that was kind of the whole video was like kevin hart's life is now ruined because he's seen poorly it's like well i mean you shouldn't have cheated on your wife i was just more caught up with the fact that i was like Haha, kevin hart kevin's heart yeah it it really was just like this was a really crappy play on words so like i guess he tried to portray a message and make it relatable but like i still didn't really care he worked in a pun and that just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, it, isn't it that like all it takes? It, it just ruined. I didn't the even whole listen album. to the album after I saw that was on there. Honestly, like, 
overall thoughts on the album though like like you know i'll kind of give my final thoughts on it and let you guys talk but like i thought it i liked it but i did think it was just okay it definitely didn't compare to his other albums there wasn't really anything on here that like super stuck out to me that i'm gonna see and want to listen to all the time as it was like on other albums so but what did you guys think six out of ten mediocre at best wow you're giving some anthony fantano some some melon boy bantano i'm gonna give it a solid three out of ten <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I'm gonna undercut you, man. There you go. Because wow. there is like a piss poor execution in the He album. stole my bet and he made it worse. I'm yeah. sad. Yeah. I'm sad. Well, not only am I upset about all of that, I'm just gonna move on. So there is an award show that's coming up. Whoa. And it was actually done Thursday night. So So we, not coming up, you lied. Well, the it results passed. and such, you know, it happened, but I mean I wasn't gonna let them know, but now they know. So we're recording this afterwards so we can report on it now. Ha ha <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but the Latin Music Awards is a thing that Billboard's hosted. So not only did Billboard's have their own award show, they have the Latin Music Awards show. Um naturally, yeah. Which is that weird to anyone else? It's kind of weird, but like good for them for yeah. realizing that there is a big enough market for right. Latin American music or just Latin music in general because um, there has been a blow up of it there are a lot of oh, yeah. very talented Latin artists um, Q Despacito <laughs> Q and Despacito and Mi Gente so I'm not going to pretend like I know every Latin artist yeah. but I do want to bring up a few of the categories mm-hmm. that were uh, discussed and the nominations of those like who, who was in every category um, and you know you guys can kind of give your thoughts on that so I'm not going to pretend like I know all of them and I'm not going to pretend like you guys know all of them but we can discuss <laughs> some fair. of them that were very popular that should be well known because yeah. artist of the year was uh, Jay Balvin, Daddy Yankee uh, Luis Fonzi and Ozuna I know Daddy Yankee I was gonna say that's the only one I recognize. <laughs> that's so by default. I I <laughs> dated a girl in high school who was really really weirdly into Daddy Yankee. She was black, so it's not like it was like Latin music was like good for her. No, she just really was into Daddy Yankee. I think it's just the name. Um, I actually know everyone on this list because of the amount of songs I've listened to and the amount of songs they're featured in. Okay. So I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. Like, to be honest, I don't know who's going to take this because I've listened to them all and I all think they're really talented and I kind of like what they do. Despacito got murdered for me because it was played so much and literally was the most listened to video on YouTube or watched, listened to, whatever. It's a song, so I feel like watching a song sounds weird. Um, But it was like literally the biggest on YouTube until it got deleted by that weird (laughs) hacking event that happened like a week or two ago that no one one remembers anymore. I liked it. You know, that happened. Um, So I don't know what way this can go because I think they're all very talented. So I just, I don't know. I don't know who to argue for this. I feel like Daddy Yankee probably or Jay Balvin just because they are extremely popular people. So, I mean... I I don't I don't. Oh wait, no, I have heard of Jay Balvin. Okay, yeah, I can see him. Yeah, very very proud of you for just now. Yeah, never mind. No, Uh, it it took me a second to connect that. He was like Jay. Jay Balvin. (laughs) He's like interesting. I want to bring up one interesting category though that they do have is crossover artist of the year. Okay. And they have Beyonce, Justin Bieber, Little Mix, and Ed Sheeran. Which I don't. I'll be honest. I don't know who the hell Little Mix is, and I don't know why it's even in there. It's not Lil. It's Little. Little. I think it's a girls' group. I'm pretty sure. Fair enough. Yeah. Worst name ever. Uh, but what are your thoughts on including this in the Latin Music Awards? Is it just because they've collaborated with them, so they feel there's a spot? 
I don't see where their win is. I don't know. Because, like, if it's the Latin Music Awards, Beyonce's not doing the Latin. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is she getting an award for? I can see for? it being, like, the Latin song itself, but not necessarily the artist. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Because it does just focus on the artist and not even the song. Yeah. And I know that these artists have done a very itsy-bitsy amount of latin or spanish in their music but usually it's not sung by them no. and justin bieber tried to do his own and doesn't really know spanish that well and he got called out for it very hard and i'm yeah. pretty sure that just died off just very... absolutely fair <laughs> i mean that's... do you think they did it just because like billboard was like we need people to be interested in the latin music awards put beyonce's name in there I don't know. I feel like they kind of have – there's going to be a targeted demographic for this audience and other people are still going to tune in. But, like, I don't I don't know. I don't think they necessarily need – If it's big enough for this to happen in the first place, then I don't think they need to bring in Beyonce or Justin Bieber. Yeah, and even if this was – even if that was their purpose for it, because I can see where you're coming from. Right. Even if that was their purpose for it, this is only one category. category Besides, like, ones that are tied to, like, the whole songs or albums. Yeah. So, like, maybe that's why they're there, just because they are tied to the songs or albums. But Mm -hmm. I think having one award that is very specific to them as people and not the things that they did, Uh I don't know. I just don't see it as that being the purpose. But I I definitely see where you're coming from with that, to, like, draw in other people. The songs that Beyonce and Justin Bieber are on are, like... They have their own categories later on, so I don't understand why, like, the artists themselves have their own category. Yeah, I don't, don't get it. I don't get it either. Because, like, you could have definitely been, like, best collaborative song. I don't know yeah. why you need, like, yeah. best collaborative artist. Because, like, again, what what did Justin Bieber do? Maybe if it was, like, multiple songs, like a full album, I could maybe, yeah. maybe see that. But that's not the case here. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's a little disappointing, but you know what? We're just going to accept it. It's just going to happen. We'll let it happen. But we'll move on to some song categories, y'all. Mm. Um, the hot Latin song of the year that is going, uh, the, the, cate- the songs that are in the category are Mi Gente, Despacito, Felices Los Four, and es- Escapate Conmigo. Uh, I'm going to act like I didn't butcher the last song. Um, to be completely honest, Despacito is going to win this. Yeah. It literally would is l- the biggest. I yeah. would love it if one of the random ones won. I kind of want that to happen, just like Escapate Conmigo just you know, like takes it out of nowhere. And just people are like, I haven't even what? heard that song, so I would love for it to win. Yeah, I want it to win just for the, <laughs> them to be just like, ah, you already had the most watched YouTube video of all time, so like, we'll give it to someone else. <laughs> I'd be into it. <laughs> It'd be, you know, it'll be fine. That's perfectly fine. a good fine. time. Oh, uh, a couple other ones I'll bring up though, and those will be the last ones that I'll bring up for this music award. Uh, Hot Latin song artist of the year in the male category is J Balvin, Daddy Yankee, Luis Fonzi, and Ozuna, which are the same people that were in artist of the year. So I don't know if they're just way more popular than the females and yeah. they happen to have more successful songs or what, but that just seems kind of awkward. I feel um, like whoever wins like best artist of the year is going to win this as well. Yeah, like, to be completely honest, because then that would be weird if they didn't. It would be a slap in the face for them to just be like, you want artist of the year, but not the male artist of the year. And they'd yeah. be like, get wrecked. Well, that's uncomfortable for me just they just awkwardly sit in the crowd like hey all right i guess um but female of the year becky g jennifer lopez natty natasha and shakira and i want shakira to win i this. want shakira 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 i want shakira to win this all the way i'm for natty but what you know yeah i said it why is he always got to be I don't know. different? He always, yeah, why is he, he got to make I gotta good conversation i was gonna say, why is he got to make good conflict? devil's advocate all the time and i'm upset about it yeah 
But that's all that I'm going to talk about for this award because I'm not going to pretend like I know everything in Latin music. But I know some of the artists go mean <laughs> for pop music, I guess. Um, but we're going to move on to some news stories because I have some things to talk about. I know the news. As in YouTube Remix wants to replace Google Play. Why? Why? I don't why like does it. it. Why does that have to happen? I don't happen? like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. So Phil doesn't I like, like it. it. See, Phil, how does that feel? How's that feel? <laughs> I'm actually super, super indifferent about it. Uh, I use Spotify for everything, so like, I don't care. I don't use Google Play Music because I don't pay for my music. I just pay for subscriptions to SoundCloud and Spotify, which I guess in a loophole way means I pay for it. Yeah. But I don't buy individual songs and albums anymore. So, so yeah, like, take it. Go ahead, Phil. Give your I do. I use Google Play Music because I... <laughs> Casually Let gets me up narrate, and leaves. Gang. He's walking towards the door. <laughs> gets up and leaves. Anyway, I use Google Play Music because I have a conscience and I <laughs> buy music. <laughs> I have a conscience. So, for me, I have seventy-two vinyls. I, I've supported enough. I this supported isn't about enough. you and your vinyls right now. This is about me and my Google Play. Fine. Okay. <laughs> no, that's all I had. I, I don't like it. <laughs> I want my Google Play. I don't know why it has to go away. I don't know what YouTube remix has to do with anything. Because Google wants to merge everything. Yeah, they no. do. So they don't... They already have a good system the way it is. Okay, I use Google Play for, like, movies and that kind of stuff, too. Okay. So, like, I don't use it just that, for... Ah, that's a separate platform. They have Google no. Play Music and Google Play Movies. I know. I know that, but <laughs> they're talking about... Google Play Music, which I just now read. Um, but my point is, if they're going to do Google Play Music, then they're going to eventually branch into like TVs, movies, books, games. It's already happening You're kind of on right. YouTube, so I guess I could see So that. if they start with this, I can see people being like, okay, yeah, YouTube Remix is going to like take over. Okay, that's fine, whatever. But it starts with music, and it's going to take over the entirety of Google Play. And then I'm not going to have access to my library anymore, because I'm sure they'll find a way to screw it up. Well, that sucks. Get off the fading platform, because no. no. Google Play Music... Sucks vinyls. so bad. Vinyls. Vinyls <laughs> are coming back because everyone's literally back. a hipster. The only reason they're coming back is because I bought back. them all. Yes. <laughs> no, the only reason vinyls are back because everyone's literally a hipster in our generation. I actually and have. They claim to not well, I'm a hipster it. about downloading music off of Google Play. Fun fact I actually have four copies of Lana Del Rey's uh, 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 Ultra Violence on vinyl. I wish that was a joke. You I have four. I have four, four separate copies. <laughs> yeah, no, I have four. So, uh, t- one was because I bought it, and then the other one I was like, it's uh, it's a signed copy. The third one was because it was a pretty design on the vinyl, and the fourth one is because one time I was at a store and I was literally like, do I have ultra vinyl violence on vinyl? I don't think I do. Uh, so I have four now. <laughs> wow, that's insane. it. Sounds good there. Though. Um, I don't know. What, I'm sure it does. I, I'll be good. honest. I don't even know what to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. They each cost like fifteen dollars. Jesus Christ! Mm. Stop paying for. <laughs> stop doing that to yourself. I like the aesthetic. Oh, Jesus Christ! Um, this this kind of merger though has just been like a little bit easier now because YouTube, as quoted in the article that I found from Tech Radar, used to be a wild west for music videos because anyone could just kind of put anything up, right? Mm-hmm. Which is very true because now we do have Vivo and things can actually be sponsored by real companies and put up. Vivo being the biggest, obviously. Yeah. So things are more taken care of now on the platform. They're very produced. There are re-uploads of things. If you want a decent version, you're probably going to find one with a Vivo tag on it. Unless You it's... can just look up uh, the song and topic. 
and then you'll find it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it will come up. That's what like, I do. It's much more managed now, and it's a little bit better. So I can see where Google's coming from because Google owns YouTube, so they want to make all their products a little more right, synonymous. But isn't YouTube like losing money for Google? Mm, I don't know. I heard Maybe it if was. they stopped so having I've the, heard something Maybe about them, they're trying to merge it to like get it profitable again. That's but at the same time, sense. if it is losing music, I don't see why they would merge it. I don't know. Maybe like if they stop having drop. literally the worst yeah. program in the world to demonetize videos and censor you, then maybe they could start making money again. But they're gonna hey, start censoring songs. <laughs> that's what Vivo <laughs> you does. Can't, you can't buy any more explicit songs. V- I hope Vivo kind of already does that though, because like they don't upload a lot of explicit versions on mm-hmm. Vivo. Like it's, it's true. very censored. So that honestly is a part of it. Like, what are we gonna see to music now? No, I hope you can't even buy it. <laughs> I hope they just it just takes away all explicit music everywhere. Like explicit music no longer exists. I want them to just straight up like censor to the point where they take the words out. Like it just the song becomes the police. Like they just remove all the like cussing. <laughs> That's a I'm future we have to look forward to. I'm excited YouTube for it. YouTube Remix. Takes I can't over. wait for 1984 to be a real thing and not just a book. To be completely honest, I'm so ready. I'm so, I'm so ready for someone to finally watch me. Like Big Brother cares about me when no one else would. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't want that. It's a new hit At movie. All. Big Brother loves when no one else does. <laughs> you just stopped. You like hit movie. I was like, it's a hit movie. I was like, but it's it's not the, like this is a thing that's it's been a new around. Thing, yeah. yeah, Big Brother loves you. Big brother okay, loves yeah, me. no, it's coming you, the summer. My Big Brother hit me. Yeah, you know, yeah, yep. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> final thoughts. <laughs> I don't have an older brother. I'm not even clear. None of us do. Well, maybe I don't Phil. Have okay, so none of us do. So Phil just is completely. Um, so final thoughts. <laughs> I didn't on, say anything about having a big brother. It's fine. Final thoughts on anything this week, guys. Before we move on to billboards and suggestions. Uh, I'm so ready to be done with YouTube. <laughs> Goodbye, YouTube. I, I don't like J Cole. J Cole's. Uh, I'm indifferent to the Latin Music Awards. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I thought the album was, uh eh, it's all right. If Google Play dies, I'm not really upset, even in the slightest. Um, so we're going to move on. Um, Billboard charts, top 100. Guess what hasn't moved, Matt? Drake. Uh, why? Nice for what's at number one and God's point at number two. Why? Which, I don't this, like Drake. At this point, we're going to see how long Drake can take over the Billboard Top 100. I really hope the top 10 songs become Drake songs. Like, like I hate Drake, but I think that'd be very comedic. And then just like Honestly, he holds a record for most songs in the top 10, and then there's the longest duration of them being in the top 10. Yeah. For real, though, I want uh, Drake to be like top 10, but like 9 out of 10, and then I want Rockstar to come back up and be like number <laughs> 9 or something. <laughs> uh, I mean, Psycho's at number 4, so <laughs> it's... It's there. Uh, the Middle by Zed's moved up to number five, though. And F- Freaky okay. Friday by Lil Dicky's moved up to eight. Can I get one thing straight with all of you? Yes. I need people to stop naming songs after real good songs. Because, like, Rockstar, it may, uh, Rockstar like, is not a good song, but always makes me think of the, uh, what are they, Nickelback, Rockstar. Always makes me think of that song. The Middle makes me think of Jimmy Eat World. Like, I need you guys to come up with better titles. Or, like, call it the Middle, like, Two or like middle underscore underscore like I'm the tired middle, of it. the underscore middle yes I'm tired of it I'm XX the middle tired. XX yes Tentacion that's Matt's commentary on the Billboard charts this month that's honestly right. that's yeah fair. that's fair that's okay um yeah I mean 
I'm very ready to see things move. I'm sick of seeing Drake at the top. Yeah. Um, there's been a little bit of movement, but not a whole lot. And I don't expect it right now because not a whole lot's come out that really is blowing everyone away. The only the newest thing that literally dropped like as of like this morning was Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone. And Which, that, what a combo that literally dropped mm-hmm. this morning. So it's been a hot minute since we've had something new from him. But out of all of that, I'm going to move on to some recommended things Ooh. from you guys. And I'll have Matt go first because he always gives us the weirdest. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I also always forget I'm supposed to do it. Uh, let's go with Gregory Allen Isakov. Uh, we'll go from his October Scott or Songs for October album. Uh, go Salt and Sea. Salt and Sea is a really good one. So Gregory Allen Isakov, Salt and Sea. Fair enough. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, this band called Ray Band, which is a very interesting name. It's just called a Ray Band. Like, it's got the word band. In it. <laughs> I don't know. I just find that interesting. It's called they're a the Ray Band band. band. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they're a folk metal band. So I would Cool. Yeah. They're a folk uh, metal band. Yes. Really? I like folk metal. Okay. Yeah, uh, fair it's enough. Phil's cooler in my mind yeah. now. Phil, Phil's a little bit cooler in my mind. Uh, he went That's... up to like a one. <laughs> wow. 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 Um, I'm going to recommend, uh, technically, it's a label, Boo. not just an artist. That's, That's not the that game. doesn't count. <laughs> so it's my show. Um, I'm going to recommend... <laughs> see? See what I can do there? Uh, I'm going to recommend Never Say Die Records. Because okay. they host a lot of my favorite dubstep artists, and I haven't shouted them out this whole time Ooh. that I've been doing this. So um, they host a lot of people I like, though. Never Say Die Records goes super hard. Zomboy's one of my favorite artists on the entire record label. Uh, I'd recommend them to anyone that wants to get into heavy dubstep if you haven't, That's or fair. if you just want another record label to get into. Because there's also Disciple Records that I have kind of talked about before. So I'm going to change my answer because Tyler broke the rules. I'm going to recommend from the Flash Supergirl crossover episode, uh, the musical, <laughs> I'm going to recommend Melissa Benoist's cover of Moon River. It was quite nice. That's fair enough. You can recommend whatever you want. Well, I'm recommending the Flash musical episode. So Fair <laughs> yeah, enough. I'm Phil, gonna, would you like to change your answer? Yeah, I am a big fan of High School Musical. Uh, okay, okay. Solid. One and three, not two. Sounds very indie. I've never heard of it. Uh, yeah, it's a small film, actually. Yeah. It's That's why they made three of them, because it's such a small budget. <laughs> yeah. And they made such a huge profit on it. So, But anyway, two sucks. One and three are good. Uh, three's okay. One's the best. Two sucks. Anyway. What makes me laugh my... is I know he has this real opinion about it. <laughs> <laughs> And this has been the last episode of Remix for this semester. <laughs> I've been your host, Tyler Wheatley, and joining me today was Matthew Yap, and that was it. I'm and Matthew. you can follow us on all of our social media at BSU, and you can listen to our, all of our podcasts at Ball State Daily on SoundCloud. I'll see you guys next time.